Hey, you know, you got to... Welcome to the Craft Beer I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey, guys, what's happening? I spy the wells. Hey, everybody. What day is today? Thursday? Yeah. By now? Yeah. Whatever. Sure. Why not? Hi. 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 Howdy. Happy day to you. Uh, so what's been going on since last recording session as I pick a fuzzy <sighs> off of my pop filter? I, I, I feel like I've made a trip up to Divine Barrel every weekend for like the past month. Smart move. Picking up whatever they've put out. Um... Yeah, it's not a bad, not a bad thing. Actually, brought one for the show. Ooh, hey y'all! Saves me from having to peel off one of mine. So, well, it's usually thanks. the way it goes. I mean, you know, they put out stuff, and then sometimes you bring yours, and sometimes I bring mine, and I'm, you know, it's, and well, it's gonna literally just, you know, walk there. Yeah, I know. I mean, literally, literally. I know. Yeah. I mean, you can walk anywhere if you have enough time. But. Well, yes. <laughs> Touche. But yeah. You can easily walk. Yes, there. you can how quickly walk there. Yeah. How about like? You know, it's not because out of necessity, it's just, hey, it's half a mile down the road. Let me get off my yep. lazy ass and walk. <laughs> not because he has to. It's just because he can. That's you know, right. That's great. Uh, yeah, no, it's a bit more of a haul for me, but uh, it just makes yeah, it that much more. it's a, more than a haul for you. But. You know, it's that weird time of year where we're at, you know, it's like springtime. The stuff's kind of getting nice, but it's still not like pollens and high effects. So you really can't do a whole lot. Yeah. Uh, if you get the seasonal allergies like I do, so um, not it, quite ready to go and start hanging out at all of the breweries yet. I did get my first round. Kick ass. Congratulations. Nice. Yeah, I was pretty excited about that. Um, thanks to the Carolina uh, opening up the phase for uh, people with a big BMI. Well, 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 <laughs> well then. Seven years doing the podcast will... Uh, <laughs> That'll, that's one benefit of doing this. You know, I already wasn't terribly active to begin with, and then I had the uh, uh, the pandemic to make me even more sedentary. Oh, well, I mean, I can't do anything because, you know, pandemic. So yeah, I know. guess I'll just sit here. Play video games and watch yep. movies and yep. TV shows. And, yep. I mean, I, yep, I was, I was going to write the great American novel. Oh, wait. I made a whole lot of bread. Well, not really. <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely eligible just because I... Smoked during college. Good job. But uh, I don't know. Still sitting tight because I've made it this far and yep. I might as well. It, you know, it, it, I think Indiana, um, as of the last, uh, so what, I guess like Wednesday of this week, the end of March, uh, they're opening it basically to anyone over 16. So, I mean, I imagine North Carolina will be here before. That'll be before too long. Yeah. And it'll just be a race to find an appointment. Well, yeah, I was going to say, so I don't know if you saw over the weekend, stage four got pushed up to 31st, and then stay, and then everybody's April 7th. Oh, cool. Wee. There you go. So a week later, but I mean, yeah, it's it's nice, you know, if you can get in. Uh, but yeah, have my first round, and last week? I don't know. Days are still weird for me, but... Uh, yeah, so that's my exciting news. That I'm getting myself uh, soon to be brewery ready. Uh, three to f- yeah, five. Fuck summer ready. I'm getting brewery ready. That's right. <laughs> well, hey, Wells, what about you? Uh, I decided to get out of town. You know, took a little trip up to Asheville for just Friday daytime. Uh, checked out some old favorites. Uh, the White Lab. Uh, White Labs is a pretty cool little brewery thing that we always manage to go to uh especially at lunchtime because that hot chicken sandwich they have is like just the best thing ever and i know i've asked you this before Mm -hmm. but i still feel like i need to ask you are they yet producing like any takeout stuff like cans bottles yes okay yeah i just you know i grabbed a couple kolsch kolsch whatever I um, mean, is anything to write home about? Because, I mean, I've not seen, I'm not trying to be an asshole. I haven't seen anything on the show. That's what makes me wonder. It's well, like, it's kind of a, like, it's good as a flight or it's good by themselves. Um, but I don't know. I just don't really take home that much stuff when I go up to Asheville. Gotcha. Uh, for some reason or another, like, unless there's something, oh my God, from burial. Right. Most of it I can get down here if it's like a limited bottle. Okay, so I guess that's another quick dumb question. Are yeah. they doing any distro or is it just Asheville only? I've seen some in Charlotte. Okay. But we went up to another newly opened brewery called Cellar Rest, all one word. Uh, they are in west side of Asheville, not too far away from the Whale, not too far away from One World. Um, and 
holy crap, you want to talk about a brewery that's brand spanking new. I think they've been open for a couple of weeks now that just is already firing on all cylinders. Nice. So awesome. Shame on me for even seeing that they had a crower machine as I was leaving. And I'm like, oh. it's like, I've already tapped out. Do I want to do this again? Do I, ah, I'm just going to go home. Like I didn't bring a cooler bag or anything. Uh, yeah. But I had like a, a Marzen aged in, it was fermented in a cherry fooder, like a cherry wood fooder. Okay. And then finished in American oak barrels. Okay. And it's so good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That sounds great. I know. It, it really is. Yeah. So I'm really sorry. I no, apologize that I didn't bring any hey, crowlers back. A, you got, hey, look, you got a job for the weekend now. <laughs> yeah, go, go back to Asheville and do it again. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, like, dang. every Everything that we had, all four beers, it was just hit after hit after hit. That's and awesome. I cannot wait to get back. So if anybody listening is planning a trip to Asheville, this is not sponsored content. I say it because I believe in them. Cellar rest, totally kicks ass. Great time. Parking's tight. That's all. Anywhere else? Any other spots sticking out? That was like the standout. Gotcha. Wow. Yeah, for real. Well, as we know, I did nothing as always. So. <laughs> yeah. We're working good, on that. Good talk, Josh. Yeah. That's well, right. Josh, I actually had planned to go out. I think it was this last weekend, but then I had to push it because kiddo came home from college and... Like, all right, we'll do it next weekend. Well, she's coming home next weekend, too. So, all right, I got to push it out again. And then there was something else going on. And I'm like, okay, so, like, we're into July now or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Right. It's, it's pretty crazy. but. So, speaking of pretty crazy, Burial has decided to go crazy all of a sudden. Yeah, why do speaking I need, of Asheville. Why do I need to go to Asheville when Asheville could just come to me? Right. So, number one, they are expanding their current Asheville facility. They're adding, like, a rooftop patio and what else... Are they doing well? Oh, so they've they've actually taken over the property next door. Okay. So, yeah, that's going to be an additional thirteen thousand square foot space. Um, that's that's big. Um, yeah. Room for more barrel aging, rooftop deck, and bar. Um, yeah, that that's that's really cool. And this is also on the heels of them expanding their Raleigh tap room, and. If that wasn't enough. So yeah. they, they're expanding their rally tap room. They're getting ready to move in next door, you know, expand their Asheville spot. Oh, and Charlotte is getting a tap room as well. In yeah. Plaza Midwood. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? This is amazing. Yeah. yeah when it, I, I had to send a, a text over because I'd found a post on Reddit and I was like, is this real? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes, this is real. Like, is this it's happening? Almost like you could consult a news site and it all tell you the same thing. Well, I didn't have enough time, and I just saw that, and I was like, "Holy shit! Where? What? What is happening?" Josh it's, is freaking out in the group text. I'm like, "Well, here's their press release. I'm pretty sure this is legit." Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, they they are officially making a spot here in Charlotte too. So they are growing huge all of a sudden. So I guess all those one-off beers that we can only get once, we can now easily get in Charlotte. Easily get once. <laughs> yeah, and easily get once. You know, and it's an interesting model. You know, we, we've talked over the years about, is it better to have a core lineup, some flagships, and then you do your one-offs so that, you know, people know what to expect and they come in and they can always get the same thing. Or, you know, Burial kind of tapped into the, uh, you know, ticker culture of untapped. You know, people who just always want to get something brand new. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, there's uh, apparently they've had a lot of it's not like they've had success just because they're making, you know, a new beer every day and hardly ever repeating anything. And they have their core, you know, surf wax is almost always everywhere. Shadow Hawk. Yeah. You know, and, and so like they've got some of those that stick around. And I mean, there have been other breweries who have done that model and it didn't work out. So, you know, clearly it's a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B, which is just, you know, the ability to make good beer consistently because it's not like we ever really have any on here and it's not good so yeah know, that's exactly it's more of just hey i would love to be able to get this again but i probably will never see it again i started riffing with somebody about a like burial beer name generator last week it's like oh man it's the effervescent verisimilitude of 
quantifying solace. Yeah. Something. Which like, is, I, you know, it and probably will be a beer name at some point for them, which, you know, continues to crack me up because for how many years have we been saying you're we're never, we'll never out, run of out of beer names. names and burial is the one that continues to show everybody. Look. Yeah. Don't, don't ever tell me that all the good beer names are taken or that. Well, okay. The sure. memorable beer names. I mean, I guess maybe that's the good thing. You've got a memorable beer that you'll never get again. But wait, what was it called? Hey, you remember that one we had like two years ago that was really good and they did two variants of it? Yeah. I remember the beer. I can't tell you what it was called, though. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I'm I'm super pumped. When I saw this, I immediately looked over at the wife and said, you know, I don't expect this place to open until 2022 because it's, it's sure. going to take a while. I said, we will be there. And she's like, oh, yeah. As soon as I saw this, I was like, I know you're going to be there. I'm like, yeah. I mean, hands down, one of my favorite North Carolina breweries, and they For now sure. have a facility here. Fuck yeah. I Considering it's simply a tap room, considering that, you know, they're not bringing in, uh, I mean, a lot. You can get a tap room a hell of a lot faster up and running than True. a brewery. Well, you so can, definitely. But. While they are, will be expanding with rooftop patio, everything, um, they're at least trying to get the bottle shop section of things up and running before the tap room and the rooftop. So I really think that there's a very strong chance of this being open sooner than later. And I'm talking like this summer rather wow. than, oh, you're, wow. you're saying 2022 and I'm like, I'm thinking 2021. Wow. Okay. I mean, cause retail was yeah. in there before you're looking at an imp- two empty spaces. Yeah. Good essentially. Point. So you've got to, you know, do a little electrical and, you know, slap some new paint on the walls and build a bar out. But really, how long does that take? Yeah, that's true. So uh, we'll, well see. I look forward to burials soon opening. Yeah, I welcome our new burial overlords. <laughs> that's right. Uh, what's going on with Highwire? Uh, Speaking of an Asheville, breweries. there must be something in the water up in Asheville because everybody's yeah. just up going like gangbusters. Um, Highwire is getting ready to open a third facility in Asheville. Which is crazy. Yeah. Not as crazy as when I was in Evansville and saw high wire sitting on the shelves. <laughs> but I guess when you've got three facilities. For in, real? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Southern Indiana. The, the, uh, it was the Blueberry Crumble 10W40 and mm. uh, Low Pitch and another one of their, their you know normal, might have been better nails. But yeah, well, I was about to say, do you guys remember whose beer I found when I was in the Dominican on one of like last days I was there? Yeah. Green Man? No, it was Highwires, wasn't it? It was Highwire. Well, I had forgotten about that. Yep. It was Highwire. I was like, what the? F-? I, I just I had to do like a triple take. I'm like, what the fuck? So, I mean, they're they're bigger than I think a lot of times we realize, but. A third facility says that they have got to be insanely popular in Asheville to be able to have well, a third place. So they're doing things differently. So their their first facility that, you know, their OG was their original production facility. That was, you know, it's not too far away from South Slope and uh, like a short hop, skip and a jump from like Wicked Weed, you know, downtown Asheville area. And then their second one, which is like their newly upgraded, like big ass production facility. I have not been to that's the, um, it's like, there's a reason that they're opening all of these, you know, if sure we've got a, we've outgrown our system. We're trying to be in more States. We need an actual production facility. Okay. Boom. There's location number two, right? What's to a a tap room alongside it. And then this is 90% um, distribution center. Oh, screw it. Let's just go ahead and throw a tap room on there, too. So, Because you probably have that weird corner space that really isn't great for production anyway. I mean, yeah. the, the production, the, the, the bigger of the two sites that they currently have in Asheville, I remember uh, <clears throat> we did that tour with them. One of the things he was talking about was, you know, they had room to grow, but it would only grow as they need it. Like, they, it, was, it was very, he was very clear that their model was to grow not add capacity until they needed to add capacity. Well, that's smart. Sure. A lot of places don't do that, though. They just go and figure, oh, well, we'll be able to sell all this beer because we'd be making all this beer and we need room to make all this, you know. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're over there now adding another facility, which to me says they must really be doing well. Well, you know, if they're distributing to Evansville, (sighs) Indiana, you're going to have a lot of 
you know, trucks, distributor trucks coming sure. and going. Yeah. So maybe definitely their original location is not geared towards <sighs> any sort of delivery vehicles yeah. come pulling up there. It's, it's a weird spot. Yeah. And I and I've not been to the production facility, the second one in Biltmore. I just haven't been there. Yeah. So I don't know how it's set up, but obviously it's not set up well enough. Yeah, it's it's there behind that. Um, What's it called? Appalachian Vintners or something like that. Okay. Um, you know, it's it's not really on the road, so to speak, and you know the so parking not lots. Not really production facility. The parking or, lots kind of cramped. So yeah, I mean, like it's not great for distribution. I yeah. wouldn't think just because it's. Like, it's just uncomfortable, I would imagine, to get trucks in and out of. And so maybe this gives them a better better way to go. But, yeah. you know, good for them. I mean, River Arts District, I don't know when the last time y'all have been in that neck of Asheville. I have but, been to Asheville in a hot minute. Um, it's, it is on the way up. A um, lot of construction going on over there. But it's it's going to be, you know, if South Slope wasn't, you know, South Slope's kind of like the beer crown jewel. You know, I think next is River Arts District because you already have Wedge over there. You've got 12 Bones. You've got a lot of, like, little places that aren't quite connected yet. Um, but you you have this amazing, um, like, greenway, like, through there. I mean, not, not like, amazing, but sure. it's you get a couple of these spots in River Arts and, and again, it's it's down. It's not too far away from uh, New Belgium either. Hmm. So you know you can just park your car once and you know get on a bike and just hit up six different spots. By the time this is all, probably by the end of the year. Nice, oh, that's cool. So yeah, very. Something to be said for that. Speaking of Asheville Brewery, yeah, right. <laughs> so Sierra Nevada is basically going to reopen their facility at oh in Asheville. Yeah. Okay. And what they would consider half capacity, at least nice. right now, try to keep Which people safe. Which is still a lot of people. That's a that dining room, that dining area is is they can seat some people. Yeah, I mean, I I, w- I will admit uh, that place is on my bucket list just because I've heard how beautiful it is. It, yeah. and I need to get off my ass and get up there just uh, solely just to go to it, just yeah. to see it. I'll, well, next time we go, I'll yeah. I'll try to look out a little further in advance and scoop you up and take you with. Okay. Especially if you can do dining reservations i mean there you go and that you know then you can get in a spot that's half full and you know you do like i like to do you get there first thing when they first open and not a whole big crowd there yet and kind of gives yeah. you a little more flexibility to wander around before it starts getting crazy but i mean yeah it's definitely worth going to i mean the joke is about the sierra nevada facility is like the nickname is malt disney world yeah and yeah. It, like the second you pull onto the property you're like I've never been to something like this. Like, where are we going? Uh-huh. And then, you know, you finally see the facility. It's like, oh my god, yep. it is. It, it, it's heart stopping. Yeah, in, in all the in all the good ways. It's like, oh my god, this is amazing. Yeah, I've, I've heard you and many other people call it the Willy Wonka of yep. of a brewery, and yeah. I definitely, like I said, I wanted to go, and then all this shit happened. And yep. Yep. It's been a year since this all happened. Now at this point, and it's just like, well. I guess I'll wait till I get vaccinated now, and then I'll go do it. 50% capacity on May the 12th. It's hard to believe they've been closed for over a year now. That's, yeah. that's nuts. Yeah, it I'm, is. And I know this is going to sound weird. I'm glad that they're opening back up. I am too. I just, I think it would be too hard for them with how much they invested in their dining area to keep that closed. Mm-hmm. But I just, you know, some of these spots that shut down... And have gotten used to the less overhead required for a takeout only business. Like I, I always get nervous. Are they going to open back up? But yeah, Sierra is like too big to fail. I don't really <laughs> think they're depending on their tap room to keep them afloat for sure. With you know, I don't know if they're in all fifty states, but you know they're in enough. Um, so Sierra Nevada is going to be able to weather the COVID storm just fine. Probably yeah. see an uptick in sales just because of you know, off premise, um, not necessarily through their gift shop, but I mean, Lord knows I've bought more Sierra Nevada six and 12 packs in the last year than I probably had in two years combined. Well, and not only that, but I mean, how many times do you now see like a snap or something else? It's not been brewed in Chino. It's been brewed here. Yep. Right. And they, 
I mean, that was their quiet move. They were brewing here yeah. uh, months before they made an announcement. Oh, yeah, by the way, anything that you've been drinking here has been made in Asheville. It's like, well, or uh, crap, I can't actually remember where they're. Ah, Mills River. Yeah, That's Mills it. River. Um, which is, you know, 10 minutes away. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's like Michael Jordan come, coming back to basketball. Well, about that. That was kind of weird when he came back, you know, and went to the Wizards. And oh, okay. A, well, I'm talking more the four or five yeah. of the Bulls era. Okay, okay. There we go. That's like the first time. Okay, yes. And also, speaking of Michael Jordan, weird uh, segue. Yes, very. Yeah, supernatural <laughs> wells. Three Pete. Uh, oh, yes. yes. That's true. My, my little... Uh, well, Pat Riley uh, trademarked that term, though. Uh, anyway. Well, bleh, whatever. Uh, for the third year running, Salute Beer Shop, my favorite freaking place to go in Charlotte, uh, has won the title of Best Beer Bar in the United States, thanks to voting on USA Today's 10 Best Reader's Choice Awards. I mean, again, it's always stiff competition. You take you know, a bunch of beer writers across the country, whittle this down I think to 20 or 20 yeah whittle the nominees down to 20 and then it's up it's a popularity contest at that point yeah but it's really cool always to see Salud even nominated when Falling Rock Tap House in Denver is an option Church Key up in DC you know they're up against some of the OG beer slinging spots in this country and three years in a row they've won this so this is crazy it's it's exciting. also like like if you're not from around here and you've never been or maybe you are around here and you've never been it is nondescript i mean it just looks like a little storefront yeah like no big deal you would never think and then you go in and it's like oh it's bigger on the inside huh yeah, that's yeah. true how about that you start to look around like oh it's really good selection yeah and, and it's got one of the like original pizza ovens in terms of like seems like every brewery is doing pizza now, but, sure. you know, they kind of kicked that party off. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody that works there is awesome. Whatever. I'm just really happy for Jason and Daryl and, and yeah, the whole crew great. and company. It's Yeah, and I mean, you know, I, I can remember <clears throat> this was, I don't remember what birthday it was, but I remember specifically, like, not knowing a whole lot about Charlotte because I hadn't been here very long. Just kind of getting into craft beer. Um, I can't remember if I had invited you or not, Jeff. I'm trying to think. I know it was... I doubt it. I know it was Russ and somebody else and maybe yeah, a few other people. And anyways, I said I wanted to go to World of Beer because I didn't know any better. you know. Right. And they're like... I'll say. They're like, fuck that, dude. Let's go to Salute. I'm like, what the fuck is Salute? I never even heard of the place before. And back then, that was when they still had, you know, the, the chairs, like the... the the Nintendo, the old school TV, mm-hmm. and all that, and it's crazy to see how much that place has changed. And but it's over the years, it's changed a, a lot yes. over the years and continued to evolve. But at the same time, if if I were to like time travel to the future from you know, to the present now from eight years ago, I'd still recognize the place. Oh yeah, like absolutely. It's it's like it's changed, but its DNA is still essentially the same. Yeah. So they just got all grown up. They just all grossed up. Well, that was a lot of North Carolina news. So I'm sorry if you were nowhere near North Carolina and you had to listen to all of that North Carolina news. But hey. Sucks to be you right now. Well, here's the thing. If you're not anywhere near North Carolina, uh, we've talked about them for, you know, 20 minutes now. And maybe you should uh, get over here. Or if you are planning a trip to North Carolina, it might be worthwhile Hitting one of us up, sliding into Josh's DMs at CBcast, <laughs> and be like, "Yo, I'm in town. <clears throat> you up? You up? <laughs> and I will, or at least, where do I need to go? Yeah, you know. And I yeah. mean, I, I'll gladly tell you where to go, but if you di- <laughs> if you dick nose a mask, we out. I uh, yeah. nope. Yeah, no yep. dick nose masking. Yeah, but yeah, you know, uh, or or email us if that's your thing contact at crapbeercast.com or maybe you want to send us a message through our Patreon patreon.com slash crapbeercast yes we respond to money yes we do yes we do 
But money and beer, that's usually the things that get us moving. Right? You, I want to send you beer. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. What? No, we're totally listening now. Yep. Yep. Please talk to us. All right. Last but not least, Wells, what's going on in Kentucky? Finally, something that's not North Carolina related. Uh, self-distribution laws have finally been modernized a little bit in Kentucky. Hey. Uh, it will allow them to... Um, so... 2,500 barrels per year? Yeah. Nice. Up, up now from zero. Oh wow! So they couldn't self distribute, distribute. Yeah, they at were all. They had to use a wholesaler distributor to go to retailers, um, but thankfully they'll be able to sell up to uh, two thousand five hundred barrels a year. Um, I mean, that's a drop in the bucket compared to what uh, North Carolina is now, and it's certainly a drop in the bucket. I mean, remember when OMB and uh, NOTA and Craft Freedom were fighting to. Expand the, it, yeah. But from 25,000 barrels. And here it's a tenth of that. Yeah. But, but you still, may, it's better than zero. I mean, you've suddenly, like, immediately started making more money on your beer. Now, granted, you've got to distribute it. Yeah. But you're making more money on your beer. Well, and, and I mean, let's be honest. If I say Kentucky, do either of you think beer? Oh, no. I'm thinking bourbon and you know it. Right, exactly. Sure. So, I mean, I can understand. There's a... Um, oh, dang it. Uh, who's the one that's got the uh, turd beer, uh, the brown note? Against uh, the grain? Against the grain, yeah. Like, you've got them. The turd beer. The tur- you know what I'm talking Like, it's the one that every time I say it, I'm like, and this is why you don't buy your beer. Like, it's. The dirty underwear beer. It's yeah. 2021, and you're still selling a beer called the brown note. Awesome. But, I mean, you got to give it to them. That can art, it definitely. It's, I know who it is. It elicits you know reaction. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's the turd beer. But I mean. But I also, like, anytime I encounter it at a bottle shop on the shelf, I face it the other way. And and I'm the kind of guy that like will come in if I'm looking and, like, I'll face things the right way just because it makes it easier down the line for other people. You're a weirdo that likes to face things on a, a shelf, too? Sometimes. Okay. You know, not I'm all not the, alone. You know, not all the time. I'm not alone. Like, oh, I want to, like, uh, see which one this is. Okay, it's that. Oh, it's neighbor's a little off. I might as well fix. I mean, I'm not going to, like, go in and face, like, a thousand different. Right, you know? right. But, yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. Like, if I'm looking through a beer cooler and I see one flipped around, I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah, if somebody carelessly put it back, I'll put it back the right way. But meanwhile, if I see the brown note out and about, I'm turning that shit around because <laughs> I don't want myself or anybody else to see that. But I mean, let's let's think about it. There's two, at least in the top of my mind, there are two breweries that I can think of out of Kentucky, Against the Grain and West Six, and both of them don't have really good connotations of why I can remember them. Oh. One has a, a beer that has Dookie on it, basically on the label. The other one got in a fight with Magic Hat because of their logo. Oh. That's it. Yeah, that's right. West Sixth. Yeah. So I I can't think of any other breweries out of Kentucky. Oh, there's like the Bourbon Barrel. Oh yeah, the Kentucky whatever. What, yeah. But I mean, still, this is cool, and I'm happy for them. I just I can see why the number is so low because again, I don't think about beer when I think about Kentucky. I think about going to a distillery. I and I'd bourbon. venture to say that they don't have very much of a beer scene there, or at least I can't imagine or at least outside of their borders, because if you have a no self-distribution law, it's going to be really hard for a small brewery to get a lot of traction. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you've got a, you know, you're suddenly it, as an infant brewery forced to, you know, cast your lot in with a distributor and compete against how many other hundred breweries in there you know how many thousand different products like and national chain or not not chains but you know national brands and yeah yeah. these these distributors don't have a lot of willingness to necessarily work with and cultivate a relationship with somebody that's so small so young so for them to at least get a 2500 barrel per year allotment is going to massively help yeah absolutely so congratulations, Kentucky. Wait, way to enter the 21st century. Yeah. Now give me some more of your delicious bourbon, please. Yes. <laughs> Do you uh, crack that bottle I got you? Oh yeah. Right? Oh yeah. How you like it? Mm. It's real nice, isn't it? Yeah. I told you, like I, I somehow drank like half a bottle one day without realizing it. Oh. Yeah. That that Buffalo Trace. Ooh, 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 yes, ooh. yes, yes. 
And that is one, like, this sounds weird, but, like, I bought this stupid bottle of volcano water. Have you guys seen it? It's, it's water that's supposedly filtered through, like, volcano rocks or whatever. Oh, sure. It's a gimmick. Got it. Yeah, it's a gimmick, basically. But I always, like, for my really, you know, decent whiskeys and scotches, put, like, a little two drops to three drops of water in it because it's supposed to open up your whiskeys and scotches more. You should really try it. It really does. I just, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to conceptualize you rationing volcano water, but okay, continue. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, anyways, but so anyways, yeah, it's, it's drink it neat, a couple drops of water. Yeah. Tefskis, yes. Delicious. Real damn good. Yeah. All right. Are we ready for a break? Yes, please. Yep. We'll be back in 30. Time for buy no buy. I'll explain how it works. Thanks, Josh. You're welcome. Pretty simple. Out of the beers that we have been drinking throughout the episode, we give everything a simple one or a zero. Sometimes they're listener donated. Most of the time, we provide our own beer. We do appreciate when you do provide us beer. Yes. And we've given you the email address already. But if you want to send us beer, hit us, hit us up on the Twitters or hit us up at hate mail at craftbeercast.com. We can work out a trade or you can just send us beer. Anyways, Jeff. First beer up. Uh, first beer up um, from Fanta Flora. This is their Maybach, a traditional springtime lager beer. Um, you know, I, I pretty traditionally am not a huge Fanta Flora fan, but, uh, you know, I'm in this weird, I, not even weird, like I'm in a headspace right now where I'm just really enjoying, and I know I'm not alone, you guys are in the same space, just really enjoying simple, clean beer. This is simple and clean, and I really like it. So I'm gonna buy this. Wells, I'm with you. Um, this this has been like the simple, clean beer kind of year for me. You know, COVID hits and everybody slows down, so people can take a little bit more time with making thoughtful lagers. This is really good, super clean, super clear. I mean, that's kind of the first thing that I, I mean, obviously the first thing I noticed because like, dang, this, yeah. this is uh, very transparent, but still very delicious. Uh, huge buy on this one. Josh, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, I actually <clears throat> saved one of these. If you guys remember last recording, how full that fridge was of yep. beers yep. and you notice how many didn't make it on the show of Josh saying, you really should try this. Yeah. I saved this specifically for you guys because I enjoyed it that much. Like, this is fucking stellar. And it, this is the perfect time of year to drink a sure. Maybach. And, mm, chef's kiss. Absolute buy. Next beer up. Next up, uh, from Triple C, it's their 3C IPA Pineapple Mango Edition. Um, the last time, or maybe, I mean, back up. The first time that they canned Pineapple 3C, I bought a case. Drank every one of them. Loved it to death. Um, I like mango. I like pineapple. I don't know that I'm crazy about mango and pineapple together. I think I prefer just the regular pineapple on its own. Um, overall, I have no issue with 3C IPA, especially the pineapple version. I'm not going to buy this one again, though. So it's a no buy for me. Wells? Uh, when they released these on their own, I infinitely preferred pineapple over mango. Um, I mean, I, I kind of like the pineapple more than regular 3C, but I like the mango less. Uh, this conglomeration amalgamation of, of those two flavors somehow ends up greater than the sum of its parts. Um, pineapple and mango have combined to make Something just really pleasant. Uh, I'm really looking forward to picking up some more uh, four packs of this now because, you know, now now that I know, you know, maybe I'm like Jeff and pick up a case. It's, it's really tasty. Good job, guys. Uh, Josh. 
So they made a mango version of this? Yeah, it was last year. Mm-hmm. I, I, okay. Because, well, I mean, maybe. this is damn good. Mm-hmm. Like, the pineapple and is there. It's subtle. The mango is there. It's not, like, aggressive. I love mango. I love this beer. This beer and I need a private moment alone, gentlemen. I'm sorry. I, I, I get this weird space where, like, I really like orange juice. I really like pineapple juice. I hate orange pineapple juice or pineapple orange juice. You know what I mean? Like I just don't like them mixed together. I get it. I get that's it. that's where I'm at on this. I get it. But yeah, this is damn good. Absolute buy. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up. Uh, there's a I don't say a relatively maybe a year or so old brewery up in Concord called uh, Southern Strain. Just over a year, I believe. Yeah. Um, and. <sighs> Concord's one of those areas that it's like, I don't really have a reason to go up there too often. And Where? it's like, Concord. Yeah, that's what I thought I heard you say. I'm trying to... Concord. Concord. No, 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 no. This no. one's Concord. Is it, though? It is. Okay. It's uh, it's like Monroe. You got it. Well, whatever. But it's like, uh, you know, it's like a 45-minute drive one way. Yeah, I was going to so say, like, it's, it's, a it's, bit of it's, a, a, it's a more of a haul than I really want to commit to. Um but one night I'm at uh, Queen City Craft and Gourmet, having Hi Charles. A, ha, yeah, hey Charles, having an excellent meal, I might add. Um, and I see that uh, there's this Southern Strain on the menu, and I'm like, okay, well I'll try that. Um, I think I had three, and uh, immediately just because of the vicinity, went to the uh, big box store, uh, parking lot over, hoping to pick up some of this, and did not. So I've kind of been like subtly on the lookout for it for a while, but this is Hop Helix, uh, Southern Strains West Coast IPA. Um, I really like this. I enjoy it a lot. Um, I'm a buy. Wells. After, it, it's just been a while since West Coast IPAs have been a thing. Hazies have kind of taken over, and we've seen Divine Barrel kind of locally really stepping up the West Coast game. It's nice to see that a Southern Strain is similarly stepping up the West Coast game and really doing a great job with it. This uh, Hop Helix is everything I want in a West Coast IPA. I mean, it's it's a bitter boy. It's dank. It is a bitter boy. It is right in that sweet spot. Seven percent IPA, like or seven percent ABV. It's it's what I'm looking for. I mean, this this is. You know, if you love Two Hearted, look for this. Josh, what do you think of it? I'm a buy, by the way. <laughs> what are the hops in this? Does it say on the can? I'll have to look it up. Okay. It's got a QR code for me to get the beer description. Oh, nice. I'm going to say, like, okay, but also, like, that's, I don't know. Okay. I'm going to say I like that idea. I wish more breweries would do that, to be quite frank. I think it should be a thing. Because, you know... How many breweries do you look at that have those stupid Julian dates on the bottom of it, or have no, no, no? no. It, this one actually does say. Well, uh, no, 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 no. It was canned. Uh, it is six weeks old. This is brewed with a blend of Amarillo, Centennial, Simcoe, and El Dorado, dry hopped with Citra. You would think I would absolutely love this beer. I don't. I don't. I don't know if I got palate fatigued from the other two before it. It did, or, or the one after it. It did nothing for me, to be honest with you. Just. Wow. Tasted flat, didn't have any dankness, didn't have anything going on. And to Wells or to whoever's point, sometimes a beer can get lost in a lineup. Yeah, and that may be what's happened to me. I don't know. I really don't know because Wells reading that description, that should be like all of the hops I like. It's dry hopped with Citra. I mean, that should hit everything. It, it, just, it, it just tasted muted to me, unfortunately. Yeah, I think that so when you say muted to me, that means you're yeah, I'm probably palate fatigued. Balanced off everything else. Shift yeah. is going to slip. And it, it's very, very possible. So maybe I need to try this on its own yeah. and, and see. But for right now, I'm going to have to know by it. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up, uh, as acquired last weekend from Divine Barrel. It's their latest West Coast IPA, trying to act casual, which uh, <laughs> I, I ordered online. I went to pick it up, and as I'm as they're getting my order together, I said, "Hey, look, um, can I just have a little sample of this, just in case?" And he's like, "Are you afraid you didn't want to buy this?" I'm like, "No, no, no. I, I mean, it's a West Coast IPA that you guys made. I know I'm going to like it. 
I'm just not sure how much I'm going to like it. He gave me a sample. I'm like, yep, I'll take uh, <clears throat> another four pack. Please and thank you. Um, but trying to act casual from Divine Barrel, a West Coast style double IPA, Columbus, Chinook, Citra, and Mosaic. Josh, I hope you like those okay. Um, as a 9% beer, this drinks like a 7. It's a little thick. Uh, for a, It would be a little thicker for a 7%, but um, damn it, I love this beer. I have crushed through a lot of these and uh, am, am big fan. Big bye. Wells? <sighs> this is reminding me a lot, body-wise, of some of those super thin Cali IPAs that Purvis has been sending us. Um, I mean, a couple shows back. Yeah. Um, like the Amalgamator? Yeah. Or Power Plant? Or Power Plant. I mean, it, Oh, yeah. Power Plant. Super thin. Hmm? Power Plant was not super okay. thin. Uh, whatever the case is, like, but this is very, very thin. I'm just on the other side of liking this. It's like I like it, but not enough to like, you know, like Fair. you, I'm not, I'm not going to stock up on this. In fact, I had it on draft. So I'm like, okay, cool. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm not going to buy it. You monster. I know. Right. I mean, usually divine barrel comes out with an IPA and you know, I'm like you question is how much am I taking home right. and very infrequently, almost never is the answer. None. Yeah. Josh. So I promise you guys, this is not homerism by any stretch of the imagination, but where that Southern strain seemed to kind of falter for me, this shot, this had a, a spotlight on it. Like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's a night and day. Cause I mean, literally Jeff poured back to back mm -hmm. tall, small samples. And I can remember how muted that Southern strain was and how bright and Wells is right. This is a little thin, but it's still bright. It's very hoppy. It's very dank. This is a huge buy for me. I, I I feel really bad about that Southern strain. I feel like I'm an asshole because you guys both liked it. But it has nothing to do with the fact that we both like it. You're just an asshole. Yeah, I don't know. All right. I mean, why not both? Both, both is B good. Why not both? Jeff, final beer up. Final beer up. Uh, the Clueless Brewers sent us a uh, care package via Ryan. And we've been sitting on this beer for a little while. Yeah, hot minute. You know, like the hard part sometimes of doing this show is that, you know, for at least Wells and I, we have to drive. And so, you know, like trying to balance like good beer and not too many strong beers. And then and, we end and, up and being functioning enough to be able to drive right. home. And we end up collecting a lot of higher ABV beers, especially when I start bringing in all the revolution stuff. So like we have to kind of space some of the stuff out. So we've been kind of holding off on this bottle of Calusa Imperial Stout. This is Rage and Remembrance. Barrel Asian Imperial Stout, 24 months in bourbon barrels. Um, it was bottled April 7th of last year. So we're right at a year on this. Okay. Um, what's what's <laughs> special about, like, why is this called Rage and Remembrance? I don't know. Okay. I didn't know if they told the story about it on the bottle. From a maelstrom of molten metal, charred oak and roasted barley emerges our most powerful beer to date. The relentless grip of 24 months in barrels brings a wide-eyed terror and enveloping evil to life. The power of memory and rush of rage. <sighs> rage, 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 rage. Running riot. Um, 16%. This thing is thick. It pours like motor oil. It coats your teeth when you take a sip of it. Um, it is absolutely stellar and fantastic, and I love Every drop of this that I've had, I went for a second pour before you guys even got to your first. So I'm going to buy it. Wells? <sighs> All right. Sometimes these big 16% massively barrel-aged beers can be a little bit much. It's a good thing I've kind of got a, I don't know, I'm kind of built that way. Holy crap, this is... This is really something else. This is special. This is boozy, but also very chewy. Um, this is great. I mean, this is chocolate and vanilla, and uh, it's. I'm I'm very happy. Maple and coffee and yeah, this is a a, a huge buy. And uh, this is one of those beers that I'm glad we're having 
as a, a group, but I would absolutely love to just sit down with us over a Sunday. Oh, yeah. But a, a bomber of 16%, that's like, wow. It would take a Sunday. And? I know. It would that's, be that's a fantastic Sunday. Oh, it would be a fantastic Sunday. You know, like you start out with it fairly cool, mm-hmm. and then it starts to warm up a little bit and really starts to open oh. up. And then suddenly you're passed out on the couch, and, <laughs> and it's Tuesday. Just in, just in time for the late game. That's great. That's right. <laughs> Josh, what do you think of this beauty? The coffee, the vanilla, the maple, the... I don't even know what else is in this. There's just so much going on, and it is... Stellar, like holy shit! And yeah. it's gotten better since it's warmed up a little bit, like for sure. This will be the one that we'll keep pouring, like in the next show. Yeah, you know this. Uh, like I, I've already got a glass reserved for yeah. it. Like, damn, this is good. We we know it's a good beer when we drink it all during one show. Yeah, and I understand why we're not. Finishing a 16% bomber during the first show because we have some sense at the moment. Yeah. But But at uh, the same time, we're halfway through. Yeah. I've I've got a feeling we're going to need to take a break in between show one and show two. Yeah. Well, and and not only that, but that thing will be empty tonight. Like, yes, sir. There's a lot of times, which a little quick behind the scenes, just to everybody don't freak out that we're hardcore alcoholics. Just half, half of what we drink ends up getting into our famous dump bucket, which I would love to have a suicide of one night or like some type of a a loser has to take the suicide shot of everything that we dump out. And then, you know, Jeff and Wells being the kind gentlemen they are decide, Oh, Hey, this one's half empty. This one's half. Josh goes through and then finishes dumping most of them. Like I literally will save like a beer maybe. Well, but, but we like leaving you that, that option. Right. You know? exactly. So like there's probably 25 to 30% left of the four cans that we had a little bit ago. Yeah. We'll, we'll finish this bomber of rage and remembrance off before we get done with show two. But you know, the rest of these, like it's enough for you to do like another pour and maybe you like it, maybe you don't. And then there, you know, like you get to that point afterwards where you start making judgment calls of this is not worth it. You right. Know? And yeah. it gets dumped and that's okay. Well, and where I was going with that was, the fact that rarely do we ever finish off an entire beer on this show, like between the three of us, most of the time we have at least a quarter of a bottle left or more, but, but uh, Wells was right. When we do, that's usually a sign. Do, do we, we had, even need to do, I tap that. Cause I mean, let's fucking be honest. Here. Um, yeah, because how does that, I tap that work. I mean, it's pretty simple out of the beers that we've had. What are we going to put on our kegerator? Uh, we've been gushing over this beer for about five minutes. So yeah, I, I, I don't know that there is a need to even, all Yay, right, so we're all tap. It's a clean sweep. I'd tap that Calusa Rage and remember it's congratulations. No, no, Calusa. Jeff, you you I wanted was, to play Devil's oh, Avocado. I was I was I was gonna. I was, I'm over here trying to act casual because I think I'd rather quit it. Ah. All right. I mean, do I believe that Rage and Remembrance is probably the uh, empirically better beer? Yes, I do. But I would rather have that IPA on to drink on the regular. I need to cut down some of my... Oh, good Lord. Quarantine fat. I can't believe what just happened. I know. He just... I just got kissled. Yep. As the only one with an actual kegerator. Yep. Ugh. Whatever. I feel by the time I finish the sixth soul of the Rage and Remembrance, I'd be sick and tired of it. But I'd still like, oh, cool. It's coming out again. I'll, I'll re-up. Yeah, this is getting reduced into syrups. This is getting poured on meats this is getting poured down my gullet this is gonna live give me a half barrel of this and just hook it straight up into my veins god damn it i don't even think you'd really need to reduce it but that chug much. it josh well it's just, in a bomber just give me a funnel and so- oh there we go yeah that's right uh you need to drill a hole on the top of it otherwise it's just gonna vapor all right so, anyway. so so for the record jeff you are on the divine barrel yeah um uh, yeah um That's fine. That's fine. I mean, again, I have sense. Also, having done so many Imperial Stouts on the kegerator, like hey, that's your fault for keeping a big bad Baptist around for years on it. Years too long. Like, like, yeah, I just I. So I see how it is. You get your first COVID shot, and you're like, "Eh, you know what? I am not going to have Imperial Stouts around anymore. They have served their purpose. (laughs) They've served their purpose. That's what the 
microchip told me to do anyway. <laughs> Where's your tinfoil hat? You got to stop the block. No, no, no. You got to stop the 5G antenna. The, the, the chip tells me I don't need to. I don't oh, need that, so. okay. All right. Where so. are you in terms of setting your default search engine to Bing? I mean, what do you mean set? It's already there. Oh, God. He's further away, gone than we thought. <laughs> I mean, he's got to be able to find all the porn, so. That's where you find me on Parlor. Um, <laughs> That's not Jeff, we're at the Back end of the show. Track, the where the are show. we at? Uh, come check us out on crapbeercast.com. Um, if you seriously just listened to all of that and thought we were unhinged, you oh, clearly just, have, you're just clearly just a wait. new listener. So thanks, new just listener. Just wait. Uh, glad to have you. Uh, tell a friend. Uh, reach out. Contact at crapbeercast.com on email. At CBcast on the Twitter as wells. Where can they find you? Uh, unless you've blocked me, you can find me at all the wells on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, where if I'm gonna talk shit, I'll say it to your face virtually. Ah, I know, right? Josh, where can we find you? Say it to your virtual right face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at JoshGBC. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. It's the only pod thing that matters, unfortunately, or Spotify. I think Spotify's got a rating system, too, if I remember right. So, rate us there. Uh, don't forget about our subreddit, slash r slash craftbeercast. We actually have another story from our subreddit coming up in show, too. Looking forward to that one. I I'm, saw it. I upvoted it. Yeah, I know. I saw I was very excited. Like, like oh, wow. Wells is on Reddit. This is weird. Yeah, this is really weird. And then I was, like, trying to find you and make you a mod. And I'm like, I'm not going through all that work. Yeah, that's probably smart. Yeah. I'm like, eh. Uh, yeah, tell a friend, tell somebody, as Jeff said, and uh, we're out. We'll talk to you guys next Thursday.